Without further ado, uh, there are a lot of things on my mind and a lot of people in my verbal crosshairs. They include the recipients of this week's The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciation. George Santos. George Santos. What a fake, phony fraud. This guy is as phony as a $3 bill. And there's one more reason to denounce him. He um, he made a big deal when everyone thought that he was a super wealthy guy. He pledged several times to donate his entire congressional salary. But when he was asked by Business Insider, well, are you donating your salary? And who are you donating it to? He refused to reveal the details of the supposed donations raising serious questions about their veracity. He told the insider, I owe you no explanation to what I do with my salary. Well, it's not the insider you owe an explanation to. It's us, the public, because you made a big deal going all around before the election and after the election saying I'm donating my salary. So I think the public has a right to know if you're living up to your word or if you're lying again. I have a feeling... I know what I'd bet on. Uh, George Santos, I do denounce you. Yeah, that's a ticket. <laughs> Have you followed, and I don't mean to go from such a silly story in some respects to such a uh, such a, a sad one, but have you followed the story of this crowd surge in Yemen? Horrible. Everything happening in Yemen is just terrible. I'm crossing Yemen right off the list of countries that I want to visit for now. At least 78 people were killed and 77 were injured in a crowd surge in Yemen's capital. I believe the capital's pronounced Sana'a. Um, what happened was this. Residents gathered at a school. Everyone's so poor in Yemen right now. Okay, no one's got any money. They, they most of them don't have food either, and they gathered at a school late Wednesday last week to receive cash donations from merchants during the Islamic holiday of Ramadan. All sorts of people lined up for this. I think tha- certainly hundreds, but I think thousands. I think about three thousand people lined up for these cash donations. You know how much those cash donations were that three thousand people lined up for? You know how much each person was going to get? Nine dollars, nine dollars, three thousand people lined up at a school and waited in line for hours before rushing the building because they thought they might get nine dollars. That's how bad things are in Yemen right now. Well, anyway, the ruling Houthi rebels, which are I know it's a little confusing if they're ruling. Why are they the rebels? It's a little confusing. But the Houthis. They apparently fired guns in the air in an attempt to control the crowd. The crowd was getting out of control. And you've seen this in a lot of Westerns. Everyone's going crazy. They shoot the gun in the air. Hey, everybody, calm down, calm down. And everybody calms down. Well, the fellas that were trying to control this crowd, they shoot these guns in the air in an attempt to control the crowd. They hit an electrical wire and cause an explosion That triggers a panic. So now 
It led to 78 people dying. So I am denouncing the Houthis responsible for this, shooting this electrical wire. If you're going to try and control the crowd by shooting weapons into the sky, at least make sure you don't hit electrical wires and cause explosions. They are giving the families of anyone who lost a relative about $2,000. If you were only injured and you didn't lose a relative, you get $400. Something tells me as tough as $2,000 might be to come by in Yemen right now, those families would rather have their loved one back. I mean, the whole Middle East is just such such a mess. I mean, Sudan, Yemen, it's just really makes you thankful to live in this country. For all the problems this country has, I mean, you look at what's happening in some of these other places, and it really makes you appreciative to be here. I have to denounce Diane Abbott. Diane Abbott is a minister in uh, the Labor Party in Great Britain. And she sent this letter that was really ridiculous. I don't like to denounce people for sending letters, but this really borders on hate and anti-Semitism. So she, in this letter, which she wrote in response to a Guardian article, she wrote that Irish, Jewish, and traveler people undoubtedly experience prejudice, which she said is similar to racism. She continued, it's true that many types of white people with points of difference, such as redheads, can experience this prejudice, but they are not all their lives subject to racism. In pre-civil rights America, Irish people, Jewish people, and travelers were not required to sit at the back of the bus. In apartheid South Africa, these groups were allowed to vote. And at the height of slavery, there were no white-seeming people manacled on the slave ships. And she was responding to a comment piece in The Guardian questioning the view that racism only affects people of color. I mean, any group can experience hate because of who they are or prejudice or anti-Semitism. This is so tone deaf. And when you're going out of your way, and I think she's apologized for this, so I don't want to denounce her too harshly, but she has been suspended as a a minister by the Labor Party. Whenever you're going out of your way to say, well, only we black people can be the victims of racism, what that does is it just divides people. And it pits one group of people, one race, one ethnicity, one religion against another. And I think that's the last thing we need right now. Rather than kind of banging your chest and say, well, only we get to be the victims of racism our whole lives. Why don't you say, rather than only we can be victims of racism, why don't you say, what can we do to improve race relations? Isn't that a much better conversation I mean, why go out of your way to alienate people like this? So, Diane Abbott, I do denounce you. I must also denounce fried food. You know, we've always known fried food is bad for your waistline. Um, I, I try not to have fried food. I did have a piece of fried fish when I was in Atlanta on Friday because my buddy whose bachelor party it was wanted um, – or Thursday – he wanted uh, wings, and I didn't want to get wings because of that boneless lawsuit. So I got some a fish dish. The only thing they had was was fried fish. So um, 
that, but other than that, I, I very rarely have anything fried. I, I also don't like the taste. I don't like the taste. I don't, you know, it doesn't help you lose weight. It leads to heartburn. It's just bad all around. But some people love it. I know a lot of people that eat fried foods every day. A team of food scientists at Zhejiang University in China has found a possible link between frequent fried food consumption and increased level of anxiety and depression in consumers. In their study, which appears to be legitimate, reported in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, the group describes analyzing patient data for 140,728 people. And they found that people that eat fried food frequently suffer from depression and anxiety far more than those who don't. Now, as Mark Siegel explained on uh, Cats and Cosby this week, we don't know whether it's fried food that causes you to suffer from depression and anxiety or whether because you're anxious and depressed, you then seek out fried foods. Correlation does not equal causation, but uh, either way, that's yet another reason, in my view, to stay away from fried food. Fried food? I do denounce you. I must also denounce the German magazine, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Die Achtulie. Die Achtuel. This German magazine ran what it described as a world sensation interview with the retired Formula One driver, Michael Schumacher. Um, this was his first interview supposedly, since uh, suffering a serious accident. And look, they got a lot of cover from this, a lot of coverage. The front cover included the words, it sounds, um, so it, they made this into a big thing. Well, it turns out he didn't do this interview with this magazine. They used AI to mimic his responses. And I think the editor responsible was fired, but the family of Michael Schumacher is planning to take legal action. You can't claim someone is doing an interview when they're not. I mean, unless it's clearly parody, but I think that's way inappropriate. So, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Good News International Church and the pastor, Paul McKenzie Nthanji. This is a cult. Okay, this is a Kenyan cult. And now we have found that um, possibly at least 90 people, possibly as many as 213 people died at this ranch in Kenya owned by this pastor who led this religious cult and ordered his followers to starve themselves in order to meet Jesus. And the followers in this cult listened and a whole bunch of people died of starvation because they were following this madman he told them to fast until death in order to meet jesus before burying them in shallow graves spread across his land he's been arrested after police raided the property this is just crazy this is absolutely a, a perfect example of religious extremism and the negative effects that it can have. Let me give you uh, some free advice. 
if you're in a church or a cult or a political party or anything that says you should starve yourself in order for to meet Jesus, I think it's time you should leave. It, it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Jesus doesn't want you to starve yourself. Jesus ate like crazy. So much, even when he came back to life, it's one of the first things he wanted to do was eat. Um, I want to denounce Belgian customs. These guys are such losers. The and when I say customs, I don't mean the traditions they have in Belgium. I mean the customs people in the nation of Belgium. The customs workers destroyed more than two thousand cans of Miller High Life because it's advertised as the champagne, or as I call it, the champagne of beers. They destroyed a shipment of American beer after taking exception to the slogan, the champagne of beers. It's just a slogan. But the customs officials crushed 2,352 cans of Miller High Life because they said it was improperly labeled as champagne. Come on! No one thinks it's champagne. I love Miller High Life. To see 2,352 cans of beer, which could have been given to the homeless or to the starving, to see it just wasted this way, I think this is tremendously horrible. And... um the trade association for the champagne industry is no better. They've been complaining that the term should be used only on bottles of sparkling wine made using a traditional method in Champagne, France. I get where they're coming from. No one is buying Miller High Life thinking it's Champagne. They're buying it thinking it's beer. And the fact that they want to be the champagne of beers, it goes to show you what a good product champagne is. You know, you don't see them labeling themselves the manure of beers. You don't see them labeling themselves the yugol of beers, right? Champagne, it applies, it implies elitism. It implies something, a, a cut above. No one thinks it's champagne. And the fact that they would wreck thousands of cans of beers like this, to me, it's, I, I hate to use the term, but it's a sin. It is to waste that amount of beer. Horrible. There's needy children or young adults that would love to have that beer. Ugh, hate that story. I want to denounce Joseph Ladapo. He uh, was the Florida Surgeon General, and he apparently personally altered a state-driven study about COVID-19 vaccines last year to suggest that some doses pose a significantly higher health risk for young men than had been established by the broader medical community. Ladapo's changes released as part of a public records request presented the risks of cardiac death to be more severe than previous versions of the study. This is terrible. This fellow is a well-known vaccine skeptic and... He faced a lot of backlash from the medical community after he made these assertions. But to actually alter the key findings in a study, I mean, that's not what doctors are supposed to do. You're supposed to go where the research takes you, not fake the research or fake the studies to align with your political or medical point of view. It's terrible. 
I want to denounce the Odessa Safety Company. This is uh, a construction company in Midwood, Brooklyn, that undercover agents found was selling fake construction training cards. They exchanged cash for documents falsely certifying they received 40 hours of required safety training. Now, I hate everything about this because it's terrible that they're committing fraud, but it's also terrible that the result of this fraud is that you have less qualified and less experienced construction workers working on construction sites. We've seen what happens when you have poorly built or poorly administered construction sites. And it could lead to people dying. And the fact that a company would actually uh, give people fake construction training cards for money, for pure greed, I think this is reprehensible. I I hope they throw the book at these people. I want to denounce the Fuji's rapper, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, Prakazrel Michel. They just call him Praz or Pras. He has been convicted. He was with the Fugees. And I actually like a lot of the Fugees music. But he's been convicted of funneling money from a fugitive Malaysian financier through straw donors to Barack Obama's 2012 re-election campaign and then trying to squelch a Justice Department investigation and influence an extradition case on behalf of China under the Trump administration. This guy had hooks in both parties uh, because of money. And a lot of that money was illegal. And I hope they make an example of this guy, and I hope they throw the book at this guy. I want to denounce the five NFL players that have been suspended for gambling, especially... The three players, C.J. Moore, Quintez Cephas, and Shaka Tony, Shaka Tony, who have been betting on NFL games. I don't know how much clearer the NFL can be. You can't engage in sports gambling, especially on these NFL games. You know, there's a lot of people that dream of being professional football players, and only a handful of them get to do it. And the fact that these guys would jeopardize their opportunity to be football players, professional football players, and get paid a lot of money for betting on some game, to me, is just idiotic. So I'm denouncing them for stupidity and for breaking the rules. Look, the the career of an NFL player is relatively short. I mean, if you're lucky, maybe it's 10 years. If you're lucky. And... I think that um, I think that uh, you know I just looked the average career length of an NFL player it's less than that it's about four years it's about four years I mean more but other positions have longer career spans than others but to me if you can't take a break from gambling for four years there's something really wrong with you 